What's up, Dream Warriors? Welcome back to another episode of a podcast on Elm Street. I'm Mark. And I'm Brooke. And this week we are doing part one of our ninth villain face-off, I think. I think so. I think it's nine. Um, But uh, yeah, we are going to be talking about Blade from 1998. Yeah. The baddest ass martial art specialist vampire killing machine that we've ever seen yes um uh, it's the uh yeah it's the wesley snipes blade not to be confused with uh puppet master blade (laughs) (laughs) um uh the horror villains instagram account he always does like these face-off things too Mm -hmm. and uh he didn't have a picture for one of them and it was just blade versus so-and-so. I can't remember who it was. Yeah. And I messaged him. I was like, bro, like this isn't even a contest. Like, what do you think in putting these two together? And he's like, no blade from puppet master. And I was like, Oh, that makes a <laughs> lot more sense. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Um, before we start talking about this movie, what have you been up to since we last recorded? Uh, let's see. Um, Started watching the new Uncharted movie tonight. Nice. Uh, have about an hour left of it. Um, it's okay so far. Only okay? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I didn't expect that much from it. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, for both Uncharted fans, uh, the video game. So, mm-hmm. I mean, we're going to have a little bit of bias towards it. Um, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's good. I... Like Tom Holland, he kind of seems too young for Nathan Drake. Is it supposed to be like a prequel to the games, though? I don't think so. I don't know. I thought it no. was. Uh, well, maybe. I don't know. But anyway, yeah, like he looks young, but I guess he's like, I don't know, 30, right? In his 30s. I'm not sure. Um, but I think Mark Wahlberg is miscast, I think. Yeah. Like I, he has the same humor as Sully, but like. I know Sully's this old guy. So well, that's why I thought it was kind of like maybe a prequel because Sully is so young in the movie. Yeah. Like if it was like right whenever Nathan started doing the treasure hunting. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, like Mark Wahlberg could almost be Nathan Drake. Yeah, exactly. Like he, he's about that age. Yeah. Um yeah, didn't watch too much uh horror movies I need to get back into the horror movie watches because i feel like i don't watch enough of them <laughs> um i watched the newest south park movie on paramount plus oh nice uh south park the streaming wars um it's pretty funny wordplay because it's not the stream that you think it is okay uh i thought it was okay it wasn't that great to be honest like there's definitely the weakest of the movies they've released um, it's less than an hour long, so eh, it's worth yeah. checking out, I guess. I didn't even know they made another one. Yeah. Well, they have like 12 movies lined up. That's wild. Yeah. Um, watched The Goonies and Billy Madison. <laughs> I heard uh, about that. Yeah. After we did our Mud Hero, just went back, smoked some uh, of the devil's lettuce, and uh, <laughs> watched some movies. Um, then randomly last night thrown Monsters Inc. Okay, uh, because the Rainer is doing like Pixar uh, yeah. week, yeah. So I don't know if I like watching it and 
I really like that movie. Yeah, it holds up. Yeah. Um, and then finally, I watched a Spike Lee movie called Do the Right Thing. Mm. Um, first time watch for me, and I really liked it. Uh, it's on Crave. Um, so I guess HBO maybe in the States. Mm-hmm. A really good movie. I think it's a movie that everyone should watch at least once in their lifetime. Okay. Because um, it's like so relevant, like not just now, but in those times too. Mm-hmm. But like just culture in general. Um, yeah. Yeah, it's really good. I will have to check it in. And yeah, that's pretty much it. That's it. Okay. Um, I pretty much only watched horror this week. You're better than I. <laughs> um, I started off the week watching uh, House, the 1977 one. Nice. The I think it's Japanese. Um, I see it on all these like top horror movies of all time lists and all that shit. So I figured I should probably watch it finally. Oh, it's not the house I'm thinking of. No, no, no. Oh, okay. No, it's it's a, I think it's Japanese. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fucking weird though, man. Like really fucking weird. Like not the kind of weird of the other house that you were thinking of. Yeah. But it's just I don't know. I don't understand how it's on all these lists. It's it's ah, I feel like it's the Evil Dead for me. Like okay, it's basically like an Asian version of the Evil Dead in a sense. Huh. Interesting. But yeah, I mean, watch it for yourself if you ever get the yeah. get the craving to um our buddy uh, kyle kehoe on facebook he was talking about this movie called hatching um so i took his advice and i bought it on apple tv oh you bought it yeah it was only 15 bucks so I oh, okay like it. um and it was really good i i really enjoyed it i'm glad i listened to him and, and ended up watching it nice. um it's very fucking weird as well um mm-hmm. but it's good I definitely recommend checking it out. Is it, it like just, a movie from this year? Yeah, it just came out this year. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, it's a Finnish movie, too. Hmm. Yeah. Um, and then I watched one called All About Evil on Shudder. I was telling you about it the other night. Um, that's the one with Natasha Leone. Yeah. And uh, I, I don't I I really... I hated the acting in it at first. And then I was telling you, I think that they like were purposely doing it like just over the top shitty acting. Right. Um, because there's like, she's a good actress. She's been in like orange is the new black and she was in American pie and mm-hmm. all those movies. I was like, why is she so bad? Cause this movie just came like, well, not just, but it came out in 2010. So she had already made a bit of a name for herself. Yeah. With the American pie movies. <laughs> um, but yeah, some of the kills were really cool. It was a really cool concept. Um, I mean, I would check it out. I gave it a three star rating on on Letterboxd. Okay. It's not great, but it's it was a fun watch. Um, I watched Jackass Forever. Nice, so good. It was good, eh? So good. Yeah, I was really pleasantly surprised because I mm-hmm. read your review on Letterboxd, and I thought like I had the same kind of feelings. Like, fuck, all these guys are like fifty years old now yeah is it gonna be shit but yeah like i like the new crop of younger guys that they're bringing in yeah and and even still like the old guys were still like doing stuff like steve-o was still getting right in there johnny knoxville gets hit by a bull again and fucking knocks himself out it was insane man yeah yeah um yeah the mvp of that movie was definitely danger aaron oh yeah like i did so much poor bastard 
Um, so many dicks, though. Oh my god, there's a lot of penises in this one, yeah. Like, yeah, an abundance of it. Yeah, I said to my buddy at work, I think I saw all of their dicks except for Johnny Knoxville's. Yeah, um, how long into the opening scene until you realized what it actually was? <laughs> Not very long, <laughs> okay. <laughs> At first, I was like, "That looks funny," and then I was like, "Oh my god, that's a that's a penis! <laughs> uh, it's got like the fucking marionette arm things on yeah, it. Yeah, so funny. Uh, I want to watch four point five though because they have all the the deleted skits and shit. On yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, and lastly, I've watched Texas Chainsaw Massacre: The Shocking Truth. I think is that on Shutter? It's on Tubi. Oh, okay. Um, I was just browsing Tubi last night and I saw it and I was like, oh, I love that movie. I'll watch a documentary on it. <laughs> um, and it was really good. The, it like it, it was it came out in 2000. So all of the actors were still alive. So it was like interviewing the actors and like the director, well, Toby Hooper and like producers and stuff like that. The makeup mm-hmm. team. Um, and it was like it was a really good look at the inside making of the movie and like what they went through. And they got shafted hard once the movie came out. Yeah. Because no production team would take them on or no distribution team would take them on. And then they ended up uh, signing on with Briarston, I think, or Bryanston. Okay. And they were run by the mafia. (laughs) So once the movie started making like millions of dollars, the mafia was just like, yeah, that's ours now. So like everybody got fucked. Wow. Like the guy who played Franklin, he got paid $300 for his role. What the fuck? Yeah. And they ended up bucks. They ended up taking them to court and they got like $400,000 back and that was it. Wow. So yeah, they got like royally fucked on it. That's crazy. Yeah. And it talked a little bit about the sequels and whatnot too. I don't know. It's cool. And that's it. I've been playing Control on PlayStation. Uh, having a lot of fun with that i'm finally putting apex on the back burner i'm saying i need to fucking get through with this backlog of video games um because i have way too many yeah i agree there i have a lot as well but yeah and then you just paid for the extra tier on playstation plus i know yeah (laughs) crazy son of a bitch yeah Yeah. that's it cool yeah man uh okay ready to dive into this movie Yes, sir. All right, let's cue that theme music. Like we said in the intro this week, we're talking about Blade from 1998. This is going to be part one of our ninth uh, villain face-off. It's not a villain. He's a anti-hero. Yeah. So this will be an anti-hero face-off. Um, but uh, yeah, before we start talking about it, what are you drinking? Uh, I am drinking here a 360 or. Sleeping Giants, uh, three sixty ale. Nice. And uh, they're from Thunder Bay. 
Ontario. A little splashy. <laughs> it's not good. It's it's pretty good. I think this is definitely a like a fall beer, I think. Okay. It's pumpkin-y. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Let's see. What are you drinking? Uh I am drinking a well, all my ice is melted now, but it's just a vodka seven. It's um, a vodka seven. Vodka and seven up. Oh. Um, I wasn't feeling beer tonight. I don't really have anything else other than like whiskey and stuff. And I almost didn't drink it all tonight because uh, I I bought um, Fireball, like a little bottle of Fireball, Gross. and Jack and Jack Daniels, so I could make Apple Jacks. Oh, okay, which is the two of those in apple juice. I don't have any apple juice, so I was like, I wonder what it tastes like just the two of them together. So I oh, poured geez. like a half shot of each into a glass, and I drank it. I, I almost fucking puked all over my floor. Oh, yeah. I was like, oh. no, 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 fucking. <laughs> fireballs nasty well i thought it would be like the the fucking what's the jack daniels tennessee heat or something like that uh, okay i thought it would maybe be like that it no. wasn't and i don't know how people can drink jack daniels on the regular i don't even know why i bought it it's fucking disgusting and i yeah. love i love whiskey but yeah yeah there's no way i'm drinking that straight yeah i'm kind of glad we delayed <laughs> the uh, recording too because i didn't have any beer last night and mm. I was going to smoke for this episode. Oh, but then yeah, so probably ruined, a better idea. I've ruined the plans. Yeah. <laughs> All right. We'll start off with the synopsis. <clears throat> a half vampire, half mortal man becomes a protector of the mortal race while slaying evil vampires. Very basic. Yes. <laughs> uh, this movie was directed by Stephen Norrington who has done Death Machine, The Last Minute, and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Uh, He's also, or he was also, part of the Creature Effects crew on Aliens and Alien 3, which I thought was kind of cool. Yeah, I was kind of not surprised that he's not directing anymore, to be honest. Okay. League of Extraordinary Gentlemen was good. Go back and watch that movie oh really it's not good anymore it's not good no really <laughs> it's okay it's, it's bad shit i used to love it when i was younger. i know me too yeah i thought it was the coolest thing well fuck okay yeah you just ruined my childhood sorry man <laughs> uh this cast starts off with wesley snipes who plays blade uh he's known for obviously white man can't jump demolition man new jack city the expendables three U.S. Marshals and Major League. Yeah, he played the uh, played Willie Mays. Was he the one like the voodoo guy? No, he oh, was the okay. guy who stole all the bases. Oh, okay, right, right. And right, every right. time he'd steal a base, he'd put his batting gloves. He'd pin his batting gloves. Up. Yeah, that voodoo guy was so cool, though. Yeah, he was hilarious. <laughs> I love him. Uh, next up, I have Stephen Dorf, who played Deacon Frost. Uh huh. Allergies are fucking wild right now. Uh, he's known for Immortals, Felon, True Detective, Leatherface, Public Enemies, and the terrible, terrible fear.com. Yeah, I haven't. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Oh my god. Well, yeah. don't don't bother now if you haven't watched it. <laughs> uh, I used uh, to like it a lot when I was a kid, and yeah. it is bad. This guy seems like the kind of guy who 
could have been uh like like a good actor like a star because mm. like he's he, he's very good looking like in this movie at least yeah but then kind of i don't know didn't like go anywhere he's in a lot of movies but I don't know. he's not like a big name actor no no and like he plays a good villain like he was really good in mm-hmm. his role i think anyways um next up is chris christopherson he played whistler uh he's in payback the jacket planet of the apes paper hearts and the original a star is born oh wow yeah yeah he looks like kurt russell a lot in this movie yeah he does the long hair yeah um but yeah, he also has a, a really good uh, singing career as well. He's a country singer. Yeah, I saw that. He's done a lot of, he's uh, written and uh, performed a lot of songs in mm-hmm. movies. Yeah. I think he started off as a singer and then he kind of moved to acting. Oh. And lastly, I had to look her name, like I had to look up how to pronounce her name. Okay. Um, but it's in Boucher Wright. Uh-huh. who played Karen. Uh, she was in Dead Presidents, Zebrahead, Fresh, and A Talent for Trouble. So not a lot of roles. Um, no. Surprisingly, like to, going back to what you said about Stephen Dorff, like, he's a good-looking guy. She's a gorgeous woman. Uh-huh. Um, she could have, I don't know, I don't want to say like looks make everything in Hollywood, but I mean, it kind of does in a sense in, yeah. in old-school Hollywood anyways. Yeah. But uh, and she wasn't bad. She was a good actress. Debatable. Debatable. Okay, fine. Fuck you then. <laughs> um, and I have two honorable mentions. All right. Um, I have Donald Logue who played Quinn. Uh-huh. He's hilarious in this movie. Is he like Scottish or like he... Irish? Because like that name, because it's like D O N A L, so it's like almost Donald, but not. Yeah. <laughs> He's three quarters of Donald. Yeah. Um, I don't know. He might be. Logue kind of sounds like like it could be too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have Tracy Lords who plays Raquel. Um, she was the blonde vampire who was with uh, Frost. Okay, yeah, yeah. Uh Tracy Lords is a porn star. Oh, all right. Yeah. Um, she a little bit of bio on her, um, just going to her IMDb page. She moved away from her father with her mother after they got a divorce. And then I'm pretty sure the mother started dating a guy who's a photographer or something anyways. But at the age of like 14 or 15, she was doing nude photo shoots by using a fake birth certificate and driver's license. That's fucked. Yeah. And that's like illegal. Very illegal. Yeah. (laughs) Um, and then she eventually turned to adult filmmaking. Yeah. It makes, makes sense. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I read that and I was like, oh my God, like that's fucked. Like then you think back in. Uh, uh, oh my God. What's her name? From that 70s show. Oh, uh, Mila Kunis. Mila Kunis. She, she used the same kind of route, but to get into actual acting. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Not the nude modeling. But uh, yeah, I don't know if you had anybody. Or- yep, I had uh, two honorable mentions. Um, 
One of them is, uh, I mean, I should have looked up how to pronounce his name too, but uh, Udo Kier. Okay. He played Dragonetti. Oh, um, yeah. Very recognizable face, but uh, he was in, I mean, this is kind of a spoiler. So I don't know if, if you watch the movie or the TV show or going to watch the TV show Hunters, that's on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. Uh, he plays Adolf Hitler. Okay. Yeah. Cool. I can um, see and, him in that role. Yeah, exactly. Um, and then, oh, he's actually in Puppet Master of the Little Strike. <laughs> Probably we'll as see, Hitler. See him soon. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and then the other one I have is uh, Greg Cannon. Uh, he did the special effects uh, makeup for this movie. Um. And uh, he's done a lot, actually. Uh, so I kind of laugh because it's kind of hilarious. But he did the makeup on White Chicks. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Vice, that uh, one with um, Christian Bale, made him look like uh, the big-ass president there. Oh, okay. In 2018. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, there's another one that popped out to me. Uh, Watchmen. Uh, Curious Case of Benjamin Button. Damn, he did the mask. Holy shit! Yeah, he did the Pirates of the Caribbean. He's done a lot of stuff. So that's quite the resume. Yeah, yeah. Big Mama's House classic. Oh Jesus Christ! I <laughs> uh, I watched that movie in so long. I know. Say, mm. that's great. All right, yeah. ready to dive into this movie discussion? Yeah. You're already, yeah. uh, you're yeah. already giving yourself away on this one. I know, I know, I know. I know. You uh, are not being, um, well, you're being transparent. Is I yes. guess what I can say. Yeah, uh, I was going to say, uh, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I was going to say, who's going to say at first? This watch, this movie did not hold up very well for me. Some of it did, some of it didn't. Yes. The special effects are fucking horrible. Like, bad. Like, Mortal Kombat, bad. Yeah. 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 Um, but yeah, like, I love this movie. I always love this movie. I'll still love this movie. But this was not a tough watch because I had fun with it. But I just kind of kind of hurt my heart a little bit because... Looking at it, you know, for the podcast eye, you're like, fuck, man, like, this is not very good. And, like, I don't know, we may get shit on for that, but. It is what it is, man. I don't know, man. See, I don't have as strong of feelings as you do. Yeah. Against it. Um, But I think, like, I absolutely understand what you're saying. Um. I don't know, like, I just, because I just watched it, like, fuck, not that long ago. Uh, yeah, like I earlier. think the last time I watched it, I don't know, not that long ago, maybe three years or four years, maybe? Yeah. So, like, it hasn't been a very long time, but I don't know. I feel like that first watch, like, at the beginning of the year for me, it just kind of, uh... I don't know, kind of gave me a heads up, I guess. Yeah. Like, yeah, it, it was still fresh in my mind that it's not a great 
movie per se. Yeah. But so I don't know. I was able to have a really fun time with it this time. And yeah. Still still being critical, but also just enjoying it for what it is. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you could take that route. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I will say like this opening scene, like not the the blade being barn scene, mm-hmm. but like the club scene is probably one of the most memorable scenes that I have from like being like a, like a kid. Cause like, I probably watched the movie. I don't know, like at a young age, like probably 11, maybe or 12. Well, yeah. It came out in 98. Like, yeah, probably watched it a couple of years after that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like, I couldn't remember if this club scene was from this movie or the, the second movie. Mm. Um, but like, yeah, this opening club scene is like so good, fucking sick. Yeah, it's sick. Just like they're at a rave, and it's like fucking the music's just fucking pumping, yeah. and then all of a sudden the blood just starts coming out of the sprinklers, like the the fire sprinklers. Yeah, uh, and then Blade comes in and just starts tearing shit up. Yeah, I love like his introduction, like because. Uh, is it the blonde chick she brings some guy down with her it's like in mm-hmm. some like not a butcher shop but uh like it a is meat... a, it is actually a butcher or a slaughterhouse slaughterhouse, slaughterhouse. Yeah, yeah. yeah 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 um and then like as soon as they get there she's like starts dancing with oh the blonde girl mm-hmm. and then she just like pushes the guy away and he's like what the hell and he's trying <laughs> to dance and stuff yeah, and then, like all the blood comes down, and like everyone just goes nuts, and he's like, "What the fuck?" And I thought for sure he was dead. Like, yeah, it's like, dude, you're there's no way. Yeah. Uh, do you think he was the only human they brought down there? Well, that's what I was just about to say before I had a coughing fit. Um, I th- I think so, because like my initial thoughts were too that like this guy's gonna be. A feast for some of them anyways he's not enough for all of them but yeah like but i don't know because they... it seemed like uh frost was about to kill him or bite him or do whatever mm-hmm. and then blade showed up and uh yeah starts killing people he's got the fucking sunglasses like just his look is so sick yeah sunglasses um, in a nightclub <laughs> yeah yeah uh yeah i'm uh i'm very excited for the remake yeah who's playing him again uh mahershala ali oh right yeah yeah that could be good yeah um i'm excited because mainly because of him because like he is a good track record he's Mm -hmm. a great actor yeah and he has that look too yeah so but uh he's not really an action star though but no he was the bad guy in um uh what was the Marvel Iron not Iron Fist? Um the other one. Jessica Jones? Not Jessica Jones. Oh, um fuck. What the fuck's his name? The guy that was in Jessica Jones. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The black guy. Yeah. Um oh my god. Anyway, uh, Cage. Luke yeah, Cage. Cage. Yeah, Luke Cage. There we yeah, go. Yeah. Fuck. <laughs> uh yeah, because he was the bad guy, I believe, in like the second season of that yeah, show or okay. something. But uh Anyway, um, yeah, and like I, I kind of did forget about how bad the CGI was. Like mm-hmm. when he's like killing people with a sword, like their skeleton like just like shows up and like they kind of like burn away. But only and, sometimes. 
Yeah, only sometimes. It's not all of them. No. Uh, yeah, so I mean, CGI is pretty bad, but... There was one scene later on, too, and it's when... Uh, like, it's right at the end, but it's when Deacon and Blade are fighting, and <laughs> Blade slices them in half, and then his upper torso flies up, and yeah. all of his blood is, like, that super, like, bubbly-looking CGI blood, and it just, like, goes up with it, and then it, like, sucks it back down. Yeah. And I was like, that is the fucking dumbest thing <laughs> that they could have ever done with that scene. Yeah, I know. Oh, man. Um. Yeah, um, and going back to like the title sequence, I thought it was like the most boring, like sequence. Like the 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 music is like so dramatic, but like nothing's happening. And then like the the font is like so boring. Like and then when it has Blade, it's like the same font and size as like the rest of the cast. Like it doesn't stand mm. out. Yeah, uh, that kind of bugged me a little bit, but I don't know it. All of, like even the new Marvel uh, opening credits, like it bothers me. Yeah, it's yeah. just I don't know. It was cool like the first couple times, and now it's just like, okay, get it done and over with. Like, <laughs> yeah, we know. Yeah. Um, so Blade is known as the Daywalker because he's half vampire, half human. Yeah, like he was like bit, but he takes like some special serum to. His make him like not fully vampire his mother was bit while she was pregnant oh yeah yeah right yeah but yeah like deacon mentions it later on he's like oh you got the best of both worlds like you have all of our powers and none of our weaknesses Mm -hmm. which is really cool like yeah he's just a fucking killing machine at that point yeah yeah um and then uh he ends up um cutting off the arm of uh quinn (laughs) Yeah. who's like the bad guy it's kind of like this ongoing joke throughout the whole movie between mm-hmm. him uh which is pretty funny yeah and then he ends up like burning the shit of quinn i don't know why like he didn't fully die like maybe he's a bit stronger than like the other yeah. vampires maybe yeah um because he gets taken back uh to uh karen who's a headotologist or whatever it is called mm-hmm and Quinn wakes up and bites her, I guess, ex-boyfriend and then bites Karen. And then uh, Blade shows up and he's like, oh, I came to finish the job. And uh, Quinn, like, <laughs> he looks like uh, um, you're like fucking slow cooked meat that you made. <laughs> <laughs> what, like pulled pork? The, the brisket. Oh, brisket. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh fuck that's a good way of putting it Mm -hmm. Uh, um so karen has a getting bit and uh quinn gets away but blade i don't know why he took her back i guess maybe he she reminded him of uh her his mom yeah yeah she kind of does look like her yeah because when he gets back to uh their uh hideout we miss me we meet Whistler. God, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> and uh, Whistler is like, not pissed out on, but he's like, oh, like, you know, she starts turning, like, you better kill her and stuff like that. And they give her, like, the serum, kind of like what uh, Blade takes. Yeah. 
Uh, what do you think of the dynamic duo of Whistler and Blade? I think they need each other. Like, I I I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very much like a Master Splinter and the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles sort of relationship. Yeah, it is like, actually. Yeah. Oh, I found him when he was fourteen, uh, stealing homeless people's food or something like that. So I brought yeah. him in. It just kind of reminded me a little bit of that. Mm-hmm. But like, a lot of it, like the relationship doesn't make sense like i doubt whistler taught blade all these martial arts and all this stuff like that just doesn't make sense to me but like blade needs whistler because whistler's got like the intelligence and like he knows how to create all these things yeah and then whistler needs blade because he has he has this agenda of killing these vampires just as much as blade does right yeah because i think the his Whistler's family was killed by vampires. Yeah. That's why they're kind of working together. Mm-hmm. But basically they like move from city to city hunting vampires and like track their movements and stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, one of the funniest things in this movie is the vampire mace. <laughs> I thought it was so dumb, but so fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, uh, what does he put? It's like, essence of garlic or something like that yeah yeah oh man (laughs) and then like at her place uh there's a cop just like in her fucking house and uh he's like oh we're just doing a uh um standard check and it's like okay like you come up come with like a better fucking thing (laughs) (laughs) so dumb um so you find out that he's like a familiar Mm-hmm. And uh, who is is Frost familiar? Yeah, yeah. Um, and then they like end up following him. I think to uh, to like this kind of well, they start like beating him up, and then he ends up getting away. And they're like sitting out in like uh, his sick ass car. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, there's like one other, oh, but to like go out and find him, and then. Uh, I like the line blades like there's worse things out there than vampires. And the camera's like, what? He's like, me. (laughs) (laughs) And then like puts his fucking sword in his back. Yeah. That's sick. So badass. Um, Like, is this familiar thing? Is this like, like, I'm just thinking back to Twilight and how uh, the werewolves, like they imprint on people. Like, is that Mm. like a similar sort of thing? I know that in what we do in the shadows, the familiar oh, yeah. is a, a big thing in it. That's right. But like other than that movie, I haven't really heard that before or remembered it. Mm-hmm. So this is a movie too. Like I mentioned it in my reviews, like I like how they touch on like some of the vampire lore and the history and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like there's one, there's one line where blade says that like, basically what they've told you about vampires is a lie like you can't kill them with with this this and this like it has to be like a steak or silver or something mm-hmm. like that um which is that or crosses it was crosses that don't work right uh wooden stakes wooden stakes crosses uh, he mentioned crosses too yeah i think crosses wooden stakes i read in the trivia that they changed <laughs> that like vampire lore of the crosses Cause that's a big thing, right? Like you put a cross mm. on a vampire, they like burn up and shit. And I can't remember which, 
which one of the production team said it, but like, well, what if a, what if a vampire is Jewish or something like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like why can't they be vampires? Yeah. Um, that's true. That's hilarious. I, I thought it was just funny. Like, so they kind of scrapped that idea in the movie that, that the crosses would kill them. Um, what, uh, how did Frost get into this click of the vampires? Like, I don't know. What is he to all of them? Because it seems like they all hate him. Mm-hmm. Like he's like this kind of like new hip vamp. But I mean, do you find out that like he's not a full vampire? Like he was bit. He wasn't born into it like them. But like, mm-hmm. how did he get to be in at this head table with you know the twelve main vampires and Dragonetti? Yeah. See, I don't. I don't really understand that either. Because like. He's still young. Like you could understand if he was like the son of one of them or something like that. And like, they're bringing him in to, to eventually be part of that group. Yeah. But like, I don't know, maybe it's just because he's so fucking ruthless that they're, they're like allowing him to be part of it. But like, they're, they're trying to like maintain like coexistence with humans and vampires. Like, cause they've been doing it for thousands of years. Yeah. Whereas he just wants to fucking turn everybody yeah so yeah i don't know i don't understand how he's a part of all that because like dragonetti like he's not dracula but like he's they make it seem like he's the leader of this group and frost doesn't seem that intimidating to me like they don't make him out to be this like great and powerful vampire like i know it's all these old guys and like a couple of them do like speak up but like i don't know nothing really i feel like if they wanted to they could fuck him up yeah exactly mm-hmm. um yeah so uh they follow the cop the uh, familiar to this weird ass asian club with some weird uh rapping <laughs> going on <laughs> that was so annoying yeah. one of the worst parts of the movie yeah um we only hear it for a few seconds so it's not too bad but yeah yeah very weird uh and um blade finds this like secret room where uh i think it's frost's like at headquarters but kind of like a secret base i guess yeah and he finds like all the archives of like all of the vampire lore basically mm-hmm and um he's trying to find figure like what he his plan is and basically it's this thing called la magra yeah uh and he needs like all 12 of the vampires and blade to bring this person into him mm-hmm. um and this is uh and then we meet uh lovely pearl oh my god who uh is like Jabba the Hutt. <laughs> yeah, that's a good. Uh, that's great. It's um, actually perfect. I don't know what like her job is. Like, it's actually a dude. Or, too. Yeah, sorry, dude. Yeah, and a, a dude that plays him too. I think. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like, yeah, he has the controls to like the like the safe, I guess. But mm-hmm. like, 
you can't fucking move, man. Like you're 600 pounds. And like, I just, yeah, I didn't understand that whole thing. I guess like maybe because like Pearl can't just like live a normal life. Like they're just confined to this fucking chair. So I guess Frost was just like, okay, you can fucking keep an eye on the safe because we don't need you to move for that. Yeah. 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 I like that whole confrontation with Blade and, and Pearl though. Blade's like, what's it was this? Funny, yeah. Blade's like, what's this? And Pearl's like, oh, it's uh it's a video game. You don't need to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and yeah, Whistler made them like this uh like flashlight that I forget what mm-hmm. the word is called, but a UV flashlight. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. And uh, Karen like has a flashlight, keeps shining it on Pearl, and she gets burning up, and then eventually uh, Karen kills him. Yeah, with uh, the flashlight. Mm-hmm. It's a pretty brutal death, too. Like, it is, yeah, because like he can't move at all. Obviously, mm-hmm. it's just like an extreme sunburn. Yeah, yeah. You got some beer froth in your mustache. There you go. Oh, you got thank it. You. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, so, and then uh, they get attacked by uh, Quinn and his game. They show up, mm-hmm. and um, there's, like, a young girl there who, like, Blade kind of, it looks like his mom. Yeah. And, like, I don't know, like, what the point of this was. Like, I don't know. There's some, like, weird things in this movie that, like, like the, the young girl that's like running around through the yeah the glass yeah um and then like she ends up fighting him and blade like holds his own with everyone and then i think at one point uh when they're at the hideout karen like touches his like sword and then like the fucking uh blades come out the handle mm-hmm. and then whenever the guy like takes his sword and uh and then, like, it fucking explodes his fucking hand, and he yeah. just starts, like, laughing. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Um, and then... Oh, go ahead. Oh, never mind. You go ahead. I was going to say, yeah. And then uh, Whistler shows up. He kind of saves them both. Right. Um, starts, like, shooting them up. And uh, the choreography in this scene was really well done, I thought. I liked mm-hmm. it a lot. Yeah. I think the choreography in the whole movie is really good. Yeah. Like, yeah. I find these fight scenes are wicked. Yeah, they are, yeah. And I don't know, like, like Wesley Snipes, is a, a he's an action star, or uh-huh. he used to be anyways. And so, like, and I know he was in, like, a lot of, not martial arts movies, but, like, he's in a lot of movies where he shows, like, his martial art techniques, I guess you could say, uh-huh. or his skill. Um, but, like, it's, like, this movie's pretty fucking intense for the whole martial arts thing. So, I don't know if he's actually doing it or... I think or he's doing they, some of it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like, some of the stuff that he does in this, it's fucking crazy. It is, yeah. Yeah. Um, what do you think of this whole train scene? I, I love when Blade takes um, Quinn's face and fucking yeah. slams it up against the fucking subway train that's going by. Yeah. Oh man, every time that happens I'm like, "Oh, this is so cool." Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh that was the only scene I liked from this scene. Yeah. Uh this I thought this whole scene except for that part was fucking awful. <laughs> I, I I did not like it. I thought it did not hold up at all. Like, ah oh, man, it's tough. What what didn't you like about it? 
just like the look at the train and then like them jumping across the tracks it like just didn't look good at all Mm -hmm. and then like whistler just fucks off he just leaves (laughs) (laughs) he's an old ass man yeah with like a busted up knee and he's fucking crawling through these subway tracks yeah i don't know and then i think quinn gets his other hand cut off i think at this at this part Yeah. yeah yeah and the one scene like right at the end where all the vampires are coming that are left over and blade grabs karen and he just like holds his hand out and she's like what are you doing and he just holds his hand out and then he fucking grabs onto the the railing at, at the oh uh, yeah yeah the end of the subway train and it's flying yeah and they get into the train and he's like ah ah and she's like what and he's like it's dislocated it's like yeah. no fucking shit you're lucky you still have an arm man <laughs> like jesus yeah. yeah oh man uh and uh the next scene with um frost i was laughing so fucking hard that's one in the park no No. well that that was a funny scene too yeah but i thought this was the dumbest shit i've ever seen in a vampire movie he puts fucking sunscreen on yeah in the park well, that, but it, when he kills Dragon Eddie too, he puts. Oh on. yeah, you're right. You're right. It's, I was like, <laughs> is that fucking sunscreen? Like, are you serious? Oh man. And then they put fucking motorcycle helmets on. I was like, how's that? Why are help you anything? so scared of the sun? Like, just like walk around like normal with fucking motorcycle helmets and sunscreen. Just blend in. Like, you yeah. could be a day walker too. <laughs> I thought it was so. Fun. I was laughing hard, but yeah, just because of dumb it is. Like, oh mm-hmm. my god. And yeah, like whenever I keep going back to this whole park scene, and Blade walks up and and uh, Frost is standing there, and Blade just walks up. He goes, "Sunscreen." <laughs> it's like, oh my god, it's yeah. so stupid. Yeah, like what and is like, this? Like SPF five thousand? Yeah, exactly. And then, like, they kill Dragonetti, but it's like, I don't know, he doesn't, he doesn't seem phased by it. Like, Dragonetti, like, he's this big, powerful guy, mm-hmm. like, the leader of all of them. Yeah. And then they just kill him super easily. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know, like, if you're going to have this 12, like, make them, make them, like, menacing or, make them mm-hmm. tough or something like these are ancient vampires that have created yeah. this this sort of like sanction yeah like how are you able to just go in there and kill one of them and have mm. zero repercussions yeah like this movie i think is just over two hours long so you can't like add stuff to it but i think you could take out some stuff and like add in maybe more backstory to like this society because mm-hmm. yeah it just seems like be a cool prequel yeah maybe because like even whenever after he kills dragonetti um which like i like their back and forth but like the when he like fucking starts like dying from the sun it looks bad but yeah i liked uh frosty says like oh you've never seen the sunrise before Mm -hmm. he's like lucky for me i i was bit so i i've seen it before Mm-hmm. he's like now we can enjoy it together like i did like the back and forth of that mm-hmm. um but yeah 
lucky for me, I have my sunscreen. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, like, whatever he gets, he goes back to, like, the table with all the vamps. And he just, like, throws, like, he takes his teeth out. He throws, like, his teeth. And then he's like, all right, I need 12 volunteers. <laughs> and it's like, and then, like, they just kind of agree to it. Like, they don't put up any sort of a fight. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know. It's, Yeah. Some some stuff felt rushed for sure. Mm. Like they maybe it was like a two and a half hour movie and they cut some stuff out. Oh yeah, that makes sense. I don't know if that's the case or not, but like that's kind of what it feels like. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then yeah, so the uh the scene you were mentioning before, the park scene, uh Frost is there with his fucking sunscreen on. He has like a little girl there and Blade meets him there and mm. um Frost is offering a truce to uh, Blade, but Blade obviously doesn't take it. And then, like, Frost just fucking hawks this girl, and <laughs> Frost, like, she, like, smashes into, like, some cars, and then, like, a little, like, stand. Yeah. And I was like, dude, this girl would be dead. <laughs> She's, like, 12. <laughs> yeah. Even if the bus is about to hit her, like, she, like, yeah. gets up, like, nothing. It's like, dude, that guy is strong as fuck. Yeah. He just chucked you like 30 feet. Yeah, she sits up. She's her hair's all a mess, and she's just got like pieces of like cardboard and shit in her hair. Just yeah. looks like I don't know, like looks like she tripped and fell into a freaking newspaper stand, and that's about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I didn't like this scene either, too, because like Blade is so far away, and like that bus is like maybe f- five, ten feet in front of her. Yeah. Well, okay, A, first of all, the bus, you can tell, has enough time to stop. Yeah. Um, And B, like, Blade's too far away. There's no possible way he could have gotten to her. No. Like, he doesn't have, like, super speed or anything like that. Or if he does, they've never showed it throughout the movie. Mm -hmm. Um, And he gets there just in time to save her, obviously. Yeah. And he puts her down. He's, go home. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. And she grows up to be the karaoke center we saw earlier in the movie. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, while this is happening, uh, Frost and the gang, they find um, their hideout. Somehow, I don't know if they say how, but... Um, yeah, they capture Karen, and then uh, they leave Whistler pretty much beaten up and stuff. And... Um, then, like, he tells Blade, like, leave the gun, and so Blade leaves the gun, you hear, like, a gunshot, but spoiler alert, he's not dead. He shows up in the next movie. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Mm. And uh, they actually haven't cast as in the uh, Blade Trinity, too, but I haven't watched that in forever, so I forget yeah, I don't what happens that. in that. All I know is it was bad, and Ryan Reynolds and Jessica Beeler are in it. Yeah, and Triple H. Oh, yeah! He was the bad guy. Yeah, he was one of them. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. great. Um, yeah, so uh now Frost is um basically like at his the little like underground bunker wherever he's doing this whole uh Lamagra thing. Mm-hmm. Um I love when Blade gets there and like the dial or it's right before he gets there. And Quinn is like talking to Frost about Blade, and 
uh, Frost is like, yeah, he's got the, the swords and the, the thing, and he's doing this and that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was hilarious. Um, Donald Logue's role was actually supposed to be a lot smaller in this too, but they just found him so funny that they incorporated. Oh, really? Yeah, they put more of his character into it. Huh. Yeah, I'm glad they did because he was like, I don't know, he was a good part of the movie. His his humor brought, yeah. I don't know, like a different sort of feel to it. Yeah, because like there's not a lot to blade. No, like, he's just a single tone. Yeah, no bullshit kind of guy. Yeah. Uh, so yeah you find out that blade's mom is actually alive and she uh was bit by frost so she's the one or he's the one that bit her Mm -hmm. whatever before he was born and then like i don't know because i know in like what we do in the shadows like uh the vampires can kind of like that hypnotize you but kind of get you to do things yeah. So like I don't know if like she was kind of forced to do this, but like she has no feelings for Blade whatsoever. Yeah, and that's a good point actually. I never thought of like not like the hypnotizing thing, but like I just kind of assumed like this was like 30 years ago. She's never had a relationship with him. She's a vampire now, so she's like living this great life if you want to call it that like because vampires think it's such an amazing life so like that's kind of what i thought like she just doesn't give a fuck because she has like zero emotional connection to blade but it could like yeah i never really thought of the whole hypnotizing or like mind control sort of thing that they have yeah i don't know but that would make sense though yeah uh so yeah basically they need like blades blood to kind of get this all together um karen gets captured she gets thrown in like this pit and they're like kind of like talking up this like monster that will like eat anything and it's like kind of like oh shit what's this and then it turns out it's just her like ex-husband who got bit and he's like kind of a vampire but like they mentioned he's like a zombie kind of yeah it was weird i don't know he he wasn't scary at all he reminded me of the zombie from Hocus Pocus. That's hilarious. He's kind of like, because he's just like talking to himself and he's like eating an arm or something like that. And then, yeah, Karen. Yeah. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, how is this guy supposed to be like this big yeah. monster that they're. And then he's like, uh, can we still talk about us? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, she like ends up hitting him with like an arm and then. I don't know how she fucking gets out of that place, but like, I mean, mm-hmm. I don't think that's possible. <laughs> no, no. Um, so yeah, Blade is captured. He hasn't had his serum in like, I forget how long it is, like eight hours or something like that. Mm-hmm. So basically at this point, like he's, he's turning into like a vampire kind of. Yeah. Like, he has no energy like he's not like even like moving or doing anything he's deadpan yeah um and then like they bring out all of the uh the 12 uh uh og vampires and um man these bat skeletons oh my god they look so bad so bad 
Oh, fuck. Like, I stick by what I said. Like, the, the special effects in this are so much like Mortal Kombat like yeah. from the 90s. Yeah. Just awful. Like, these bat skeleton things could easily have been in that movie as well. Yeah, 100%. And then there's like electric CGI coming like to them <laughs> and whatever Blade and Frost are like fighting with the swords. There's like, uh cgi sparks coming from the the swords yeah um i did like whenever karen killed uh the blonde haired girl mm-hmm. i thought that was hilarious she like pulls like the mace put it in her face and then like her head just like gets bigger and explodes yeah <laughs> mace in the face yeah. she does that with uh no no there was two there was two other vampires i think blade was fighting them and they're both of their faces like expand oh, and he... explode too. Was that the serum that he kicks into their face? I didn't think he had that much serum with him. No, because the serum is what he kills Frost with. Frost with. What did he put in their face? Because he does it to two of them. Yeah, yeah, I remember. There's that a male now, and yeah. a female, and both of their faces just expand <laughs> until they explode. <laughs> yeah. It looks terrible, but it's funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and then I think Blade fights his mom. Does he end up killing her? I think so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, now Blade is like kind of like fucking like he's like amped up, like he's ready to go and like he wants to kill Frost. Um, and he killed Quinn too. And yeah. Got his, got his sunglasses back. Yeah, he did. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So uh, let's talk about the fight with uh, Frost. Um, like the whole movie, Frost didn't even seem like that powerful. Mm-hmm. And even when he got this, like La Magra, he still didn't seem that powerful. No, like Blade, Blade kills him fairly easily. Like they have a little fight with swords and shit, but like, yeah, like he cuts his arm off. And then, like you said at the beginning, he cuts him in half. And then, like, he just fucking connects back again. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so I guess like his strength is just like he's impossible to kill, maybe. Yeah, basically. So I don't um, know. Yeah, and then like Blade is kind of getting he's not getting his ass kicked, but like he's not winning this fight like this. Mm-hmm. So then he like sees like the serums up top, and he ends up getting them down, and then like just throws them at Frost and injects him with it, and then Frost just like expands and just fucking blows up. Yeah. There's a lot of expanding and blowing up in the last like half hour of this movie. There is, yeah. There is, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, that's he kills Frost and him and Karen are I don't know what they are now. They put on their sunscreen and walk away into the sunset. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh and then you think the movie is over, but it's not. It ends with uh us in Moscow, Russia. And there's a couple walking down some building. You see, like, the red sign, which, like, is, like, a vampire hangout. Yeah. And then, like, uh, the guy va- the guy vampire, like, grabs a girl. And, and then all of a sudden, like, Blade shows up. He starts speaking Russian. And it, it's like, <laughs> like, why is this? This is the worst setup for a sequel I've ever seen. He's very cultured, okay? I guess so. Bro, this was like Marvel's first movie in a long time. So, like, 
Mm-hmm. They haven't they they haven't gotten their mastery down of the post credit scenes like they have now, right? They did this one. They learned from their mistakes, and now they have wicked setups for sequels and that's true and stuff like that. Yeah, <laughs> just blowing smoke <laughs> out my ass. I don't know, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yep. Um, was there anything that we missed that you want to mention or talk about? I don't think so, man. All right. All right. Well, that's the way the blood splatters. All right. I already know what your thoughts are on the movie, but okay. I want to hear your reviews anyways. All right. So my story, I gave a four out of 10. Okay. Uh, I said a solid story that introduces Blade and the other characters well but lacks to keep my attention during the filler scenes. Uh, the actress that played Karen made me feel, feel little, little for her character. Mm. I didn't really like, like her as a character. Um, I thought the pacing kind of sucks. Like I watched the first hour and a half on Monday mm. and then watched like the last 30 minutes on Tuesday night. Cause like, yeah. I always remember like the last, the last scene for some reason like i don't know it's just kind of boring to me mm-hmm. like the setup before the final fight like that final uh, fight could have been so much better yeah agreed yeah uh i thought like the it had funny cheesy dialogue like the writing was wasn't great but like i thought it was funny mm-hmm. um so four to ten for story and quality gave it three out of ten Oof. Uh, I said, this movie doesn't hold up as much as I remember, and it hurts my heart. Uh, we'll always love this movie, though. The choreography is pretty good, and Wesley Snipes as Blade is perfect. I thought the score was great as well. Four out of ten and a three out of ten. All right. Uh, my story, I gave it a five out of ten. Okay. Pretty close to me, then. Yeah. I said, it's a really cool concept of Blade being like the half vampire and having all their powers. It does lose points because it's a comic book adaptation. So it's not like the idea of it is original. Um, I liked the vampire lore and history in this one and felt that it strayed from the typical vampire stories that we were used to at that time. Uh, This movie helped revitalize the comic book movie genre. And from what I can remember, really helped Marvel get out of a hole. So it gets some bonus points for that. Uh, it's a super fun movie for action fans and horror fans alike. Uh, quality, I gave it a six out of ten. Okay. Uh, and I started off. I said I know this is likely higher than it should be, but I don't care. Um, the fight scenes have amazing choreography. I love snipes in these types of roles. Demolition Man was one of my favorite movies while growing up. Uh, the script is a little janky, but for the most part, the acting was passable. Um, I thought Stephen Dorff did a good job as a piece of shit villain and like you said like wesley snipes has played was perfect casting at that time mm-hmm. uh the cgi was typical 90s crap and it didn't hold up even back then let alone now um oh the cgi yeah that was probably my least part of the movies what i said but i worded that weird um and the soundtrack this is a top three for me back in the day with the fast and the furious and little nicky like oh, nice. i fucking loved this soundtrack back then because uh-huh. it just had like well, Triple X was a really good soundtrack too. It just had like the the EDM and like there was like new metal and I don't know. It's just a fun soundtrack to listen to. Dude, uh, from you saying that, I totally forgot that I got you the bl- uh, vinyl. Yeah, you did actually. Yeah. <laughs> I can grab it. 
Go yeah, grab it. Yeah, and I mean, I like the soundtrack or the score too. Yeah, it's good. It just has like that upbeat, like it's like a good soundtrack and score for like a fight movie. Yeah, I like the cover of it though because it has like it has the sprinkler system from the beginning of the movie. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's cool. But yeah. Um. So yeah, five out of ten and a six out of ten for my ratings. All right. Very nice. All right, you guys know our scores. Let's head on over to Rotten Tomatoes and see what they've scored it. The critics consensus. Though some may find the plot a bit lacking, Blade's action is fierce, plentiful, and appropriately stylish for a comic book adaptation. So based off that, what do you think the critics scored it? Um, I know this movie is rated fairly high. It kind of surprised me a little bit. Mm. So I'm going to say... 78. Um, you hit the audience score. Oh, okay. Dead on. Um, the critics scored at 57%. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Uh, 57% on 107 reviews and an average score of 5.9 out of 10. Like I said, the audience score was a 78% on 250,000 ratings and an average score of 3.9 out of 5 or a 7.8 out of 10. Yeah. Yeah. So Letterboxd has a 3.4 out of 5. Mm-hmm. Uh, I give it a 2.5. Um, you give it a 3.5. Mm-hmm. Uh, here be Monster, uh, Anthony from Porcelain Peak, give it a 3.5. Um, a Nightmare Pod gave it a 4.5. Oh. And Screaming Cinema gave it a 3.5. So you're a hater. Yeah, I put it, I gave it a heart. Okay. <laughs> um, my original score, like whenever I watched it earlier on in the year, yeah. it was a three. And then after this watch, I bumped it up to a 3.5. Oh, okay. Um, nice. Just because like, I think, like I mentioned before, like I knew what I, like I went into it knowing what to expect mm-hmm. with this watch. So I was able to just kind of have more fun with it, I guess. But yeah. All right, man. You ready for the scare section? Yes, sir. Okay, what did you give it for a scare rating? So I gave it a 2 out of 10. Uh, it's not overly scary. The CGI definitely takes away a lot of the gore effects for me because, like, basically, he'll, like, cut off an arm, but it'll just, like, CGI flame away to see, like, a, a bone. So, yeah. yeah. Uh, scary scene. I said uh, Pearl. Uh, just this overweight vampire thing. The, mm-hmm. It's funny, but also terrifying. <laughs> and then what I survive, um, I said, if I was a vampire, I would try to convince Blade to let me join the team. Hmm. And if he decide against that, then there's no way I'd, <laughs> I'd be able to handle uh, him. You did. All right. Um, we're pretty much spot on with with those uh i also gave it a two out of ten i said some of the vampires were creepy and menacing but overall it's more of an action movie than an actual horror movie Uh uh scary scene i said pearl um i said he's just a disgusting mess of a human being or not a human being but like uh, a being i guess 
uh would you survive i said no i am surviving this movie as myself blade would kill me in the blink of an eye and i cannot fight off vampires so i'm fucked but i like your answer to that thanks that's a nice spin on it um i feel like blade 2 is more horror i can't remember like i haven't watched in forever but i know it's like he has to team up with vampires because there's like the new like super vampire like in the sewers or whatever killing everybody yeah yeah hmm. yeah that's why i watched it like at the start of the year because i originally wanted to watch all three of them but mm-hmm. i just never got around to the other two maybe maybe if you have time more movies and i got something wrong with me <laughs> <laughs> it's more of a desire to watch them than anything all right it's that time we told you at the beginning of this episode that it was a face-off episode. So that means we are about to go through Loomis's villain evaluation. However, it's more of an anti-hero evaluation than, than a villain. I met this six-year-old child with this blank, pale, emotionless face and the blackest eyes. The devil's eyes. I spent eight years trying to reach him, and then another seven trying to keep him locked up because I realized that what was living behind that boy's eyes was purely and simply evil. Um, If you're a first-time listener, or if you forget, uh, so in this section, we take the seven character traits from... Dungeons and Dragons, so strength, dexterity, constitution, intelligence, wisdom, and charisma. And we grade the character out of 30. And then uh, we average out our scores. And then we do the same for the second part, which will be a different character. And then uh, we just kind of see who would win. It's six, right? It's it is six. You're correct. Okay. You have me worried there. I was like, did I <laughs> My forget bad. one? <laughs> it is six. I cannot count. Um, but yeah, um, just kind of what, what we think would happen if these characters would fight. So do you want to go first? Sure. I will go first. So you can do the math. That's right. Uh, so for strength, I gave a 25 out of 30. Okay. Uh, I said, he's not a full immortal, but he's pretty damn close. Like he's not a full vampire. So he doesn't have that super strength that vampires do. Yeah. Um, he could still take hits. Uh, yeah. Uh, dexterity, I gave him a 24 out of 30. Okay. Um, I said he's half vampire, so he's super quick and can pop up from anywhere. Like, he doesn't have, like, the speed that some, like, vampires do. But, uh, yeah. Uh, Constitution, I gave a 20 out of 30. Um, I said, as a vampire, he never tires out, but once he doesn't have his serum, he kind of slows right down. Uh, Wisdom, I gave an 18 out of 30. I said, he has a ton of experience from fighting vampires. He knows how to read different languages. Um, And he's been using weapons for a while. Uh, Intelligence, I gave a 15 out of 30. Um, He doesn't really show he's very smart, uh, but he knows how to handle the weapons that whistler builds for him and i don't know if it's whistler that like made the serum for him or if he kind of did it himself yeah they don't really explain that yeah 
Um, and he knows a lot of history about like the like the glyphs and all that kind of stuff too. Yeah, so. yeah. Uh, then charisma, I gave a ten out of thirty. Okay. Um, he's kind of like charismatic in that like dry monotone way. Like he drops some really funny lines and stuff like that. Um, but like he's always in the same tone. You can't see his eyes because, like, he has his sunglasses on, so you can't see, like, what he's uh, showing emotionally. Mm-hmm. All right, cool. What about you? Uh, I, oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, <laughs> I don't know what the hell that was. For strength, I gave him a 27. Uh, I said he's obviously strong as fuck and kicks the shit out of hundreds of vampires in the movie, but he can also be hurt and requires his serum to heal himself. Mm-hmm. Um, dexterity. Uh, I gave him a 30. Okay. Uh, I said he's a martial arts master and like the stuff that he can do. I don't know. I just, I couldn't see, I couldn't put it any lower. Cause like he's at like the pinnacle of, uh, but I do agree. Cause you did mention that he doesn't have the speed that like normal vampires would have like in, in the lore and stuff of what we're used to. But like when he's faced against the vampires that are in this movie. Yeah. Cause I feel like they took away like a lot of those, mm-hmm. those traits with them in this movie. So I don't know. I gave him a 30 uh, constitution and endurance. I also gave him a 30. Okay. Um, I said he fights wave after wave of bloodsuckers and doesn't ever slow down. Um, but it is true what you said. Like once he, once that serum starts to wear out, that's when you can really see like a tiredness to him. So I am actually going to drop that down. Okay. Because I don't think it's going to be a perfect score. Um, I'm going to give it, what did you give it? I don't want to give it the same as you. Uh, 20. Uh, okay. I'll give him a 27. Um, so that's going to change my score. Seven and eight. Mark's yeah. dying over here. I'm getting a, a dry throat. <laughs> <laughs> um, where am I? Intelligence. I gave him an 18. Uh, I said he is smart, but he relies a lot on Whistler and his knowledge to create a lot of his gadgets and serum. Uh, Wisdom, I gave him a 24. I said he has a good understanding of vampire lore and history and is able to use it to defeat them in the end. Mm-hmm. Uh, Charisma, I gave him a 12. I said he's not okay. overly overly charismatic and he's more brooding than anything, but mm-hmm. he does get the girl in the end, so he does have something going for him, and it's not just his abs. <laughs> um, True. But yeah. All right. So I yeah, I think my math's correct. <clears throat> so the average scores for strength is 26.5. The average score for dexterity is 27. Constitution is 28.5, intelligence is 18, wisdom is 21, and charisma is 11. All right. So, pretty high scores. Yeah. Um, um, Mr. Eric Draven is going to have a tough time, I think. You know what I just realized, too? What? They're both named Eric. Oh, yeah. Bla- <laughs> Blade's real name, eh? Yeah. That's true. I never even clued into that. Me either until just now. <laughs> but yeah, so 
um not next week but the week after we're going to be dropping the part two episode to this um next week we're going to be doing jurassic world dominion with our good friend felicia connor from two chicks and a horror flick uh-huh. um so if you want to see the conclusion to this face off uh be sure to check in uh, at the end of the month yep um but yeah that's all we got so that's it for blade that's it for blade if you guys want to catch us on social media, you can find us at a podcast on Elm Street on Instagram and Facebook and YouTube. Uh, if you click the link in our bio on Instagram, you'll find links to our T Public account where we have our merch. There's also links to our Patreon account if you wish to support the podcast that way, as well as links to both of our individual letterbox accounts, our Discord server, and anywhere that you can listen to us. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Fantastic as always. <laughs> but, All right. Uh, yeah, that's it for this week. We'll talk to you next week, guys. See you later. <laughs>